when you're starting to get depleted and you're exhausted, that means that really your tank is empty. By that point, your tank is empty. And I've, and I've heard from highly successful women where they just ignore those warning signs that their body gives them because they're used to achieving. I can make it happen. I can push myself. And so they will go on empty until your body has to break down to wake you up or get you to take care of yourself. So self-neglect is such a big problem for ambitious women. Welcome to the La Dolce Vita Show, a woman's guide to living a fearless and fabulous life. My name is Heather Pickin, and I am here to give you that winning formula so that you can get clear on your vision, stay true to your values, and break through those mental walls. Check out my free resources at heatherpickin.com. This podcast is brought to you by Fierce Femme Wine, a woman's wine that inspires dialogue for change. Visit FierceFemme.com. So let's get ready as we uncover the formula to your success in business, career, and fabulous life. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the La Dolce Vita Show, where we break down the formula on what it takes in order to be a fearless and fabulous woman in the world today. And I'm telling you, it is, it is not easy. It is not easy <laughs> being a ambitious woman, whether you are in your career climbing that ladder or a female entrepreneur. You got to learn how to navigate around the challenges and the stress of the day. And that brings me to my expert guest today, uh, because we're going to be talking about the number one secret to eliminating burnout and exhaustion while increasing flow and ease in your life. I love that. Everyone needs that. And so my guest today is Dr. Shannon Tran. Uh, she is an executive coach, licensed clinical uh, psychologist and published author. Uh, she helps busy professionals restore balance in their life, get more done in less time, and be the CEO of their life. Dr. Tran has been able to create the freedom in her life to serve as a behavior health manager and leader in corporate America, built her own coaching and training business, and enjoy quality time with family and friends. She believes in she believes that inner alignment is the key to experiencing a life of massive success. So Shannon, thank you so much for being my guest today. Thank you for having me. I'm getting excited just getting ready for this conversation. Woohoo! Awesome. Yeah, me too. Me too. And you know, let, let's talk about, oh my gosh, women, they, they're, they're definitely taking on probably more stress than ever today. Um, if you are an executive uh, not only, you know, you're, you're working a lot of hours, you're probably trying to take care of your family, trying to also take care of your health, or a lot of times what happens, I find women can neglect, you know, their health. So let's go into some of the signs and symptoms that you see women, you know, are, are really having, you know, as, as a result, you know, of their body breaking down, like what, what happens before? Sure. Well, one of the key signs is exhaustion. When you're starting to get depleted and you're exhausted, that means that really your tank is empty. 
by that point your tank is empty. And I've and I've heard from highly successful women where they just ignore those warning signs that their body gives them because they're used to achieving. I can make it happen. I can push myself. And so they will go on empty until your body has to break down to wake you up or get you to take care of yourself. So self-neglect is such a big problem for ambitious women. Mm. And so exhaustion is a sign. You know, interestingly enough, um, resentment is a sign too. And a lot of times you don't talk about that, but resentment is, and because people don't want to admit that they're feeling resentful, maybe it's towards their, you know, employees or coworkers or kids or spouse. And that's a sign that you're, you're overgiving, you're, you're overdoing in your relationships, um, either professionally or personally, and that is going to lead to burnout. And so one of the first keys we have to learn is healthy boundaries. And I don't just mean physically, I mean like emotionally, like notice when you're taking on other people's stuff, you know, oh, yeah. there, right? Like Heather, have you had a situation where you're like, I was completely fine. Like what the hell happened? Where all of a sudden, like I'm stressed and I'm thinking I've got to solve this person's problem. Like, have you ever had that situation where you just kind of feel like emotionally dumped on? You're like, where did this come from? Oh, absolutely. You know, it's funny because I, I've done this kind of work. I recognize it and, and I'm like, wow, all, all of a sudden I'm feeling bad. Whereas before, like two minutes ago, I was feeling healthy and had this high vibration. And now my body feels like all tense. And um, I just feel like there's this, that weight on my shoulder. But I don't think a lot of women uh, recognize that, you know. And I, I like the fact that you brought up uh, resentment, you know, because a lot of times we can we can just kind of hold that inside and it's, it's really not healthy. So let's talk about... Um, you know, how do we create those healthy boundaries, whether we're at work or, uh, you know, we, we have a business and we've got clients that are just overstepping, you know, those boundaries. Mm -hmm. So give us some suggestions on how to do that. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to sound simple, but of course, as you know, it's going to take personal development because you've got to know what drives you. So typical, typical drivers for a high achieving woman is either a need for to be, you know, people pleasing, a need to be liked or approved of or accepted. And so you're giving way more than what you really want to. Um, the need for approval, uh, the need for um, perfectionism. That's a really mm -hmm. big one. And then just a fear of not being liked. Like, oh, if I set a boundary, maybe I'm not going to get that promotion or so-and-so won't like me or they'll be upset with me. And so we, we kind of ignore our intuition and we ignore listening to when it's time to actually set a boundary and say no to something. And so I think it's just really key that we use our intuition um, and pay attention to those drivers and pay attention to what's really motivating our behavior and I getting to understand that. ourselves better. So what, 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 what we often have to work on as women is getting to a place of really accepting yourself and seeing your value and knowing your value. Cause when you know your value, isn't it so much easier to like take care of yourself and not overcommit. But when we have to prove ourselves cause we don't know our value or we're like, we're engaging in negative comparisons cause we think, Oh, I'm supposed to be farther along than I am. Or so-and-so is doing so much better than me. We'll just keep pushing and pushing and pushing and just ignoring the times when we need to better pace or set limits or not overcommit or just be okay with where we're at on our path to mm. success. 
That is so important. I'm glad that you brought up the comparison issue because I think now more than ever, it is so prevalent, especially with social media. And I always like to say, you know, that curated life that has been put out on Instagram, which is so unrealistic in so many cases. And so we look at that like, wow, that, that person has a really good life. And I want to live in that space. But in actuality, like you were saying, you really got to know yourself. You got to know your value and just stay true to you because I just think it is challenging on when you are going into that comparison. So let's talk about that. Let's, let's go a little bit deeper into that subject because I know mm-hmm. this is really going to help women. So some of the things as far as comparison, uh, you had mentioned, I'm not where I want to be in my career or I'm not making the kind of money that I know I should really be making. So how can we navigate around that to really break through some of those mental blocks? So first we need to see what, where that idea is coming from. And either it's coming from a negative belief of I'm not doing enough, I'm not, it's never enough, right? That's a negative belief about ourselves. Or it's when we really look at our life, it's a fear of charging more or owning our worth and actually taking risks and, and being able to ask for more to, uh, for what you want. So those could be common reasons why we kind of get into that place. And, you know, um, I love what you said a moment ago, because I really now have shifted my mind because being a high achiever is really what's got me through much of my life, right? Because I I loved the recognition. I love to achieve. I love the feeling of achieve. But I was getting exhausted. And what I see with high high achievers is if you're not achieving things that are fulfilling, that are meaningful, you will feel empty. And so now I'm more focused on alignment and having uh, the emphasis be on alignment rather than just achievement. So there's a match between I'm going after things that are meaningful to me. And when I get them, I love it. It's fulfilling rather than I'm just going after the success. And yeah, I've got all these great achievements, but they, they're, they're really meaningless to me. It's really just for other people. So this goes back to the question of really getting to know yourself well, what drives you, but also what's really getting in the way of you having the life you want, right? Sometimes we could have the life we want and we don't see it because we think it's not enough. Right. Right. And so you're not enjoying it. Like you could be in heaven and not even know it because we have bad habits. Like we've learned, maybe you've, you've, you've had a habit of complaining or like nitpicking or gosh, if this just one thing was perfect, then I could relax. So part of it is you've got to see, okay, what's the real issue underneath this comparison? What's really going on? Is it that I'm, I'm thinking it's never going to be enough. And like, I got to admit to myself, I'm never satisfied or is it truly, I am playing small. And I'm not really living up to my potential because I'm afraid to fail or I'm afraid to be successful. I've actually talked to some women where they were afraid to be more successful because they were afraid that they would lose some of their friendships or relationships. And, you know, women often, we don't want to lose our friendships, right? We, that's very important to us. And so you've got to know what's, you've got to do some digging and explore what is really underneath that comparison, because that'll tell you what problem needs to be solved. And it's either an internal problem, like you've got to get yourself aligned with who you say you are and start thinking that way, behaving that way, having the uh, you know, habits that support that, or you've got to adjust uh, 
what you think needs to happen for you to be happy. Yes. Because there's, there's, there, there's always going to be another level to achieve. And if you can't be happy with where you are, you'll always be reaching outside. Oh, I can't be happy until. Have you ever felt that way? I can't be happy until. Oh, yeah. I spent oh, too. Years oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I, I, oh, until this happens. I can't, I, can't rela- I can't relax until that happens. I can't be happy. And I thought, well, my gosh, then what am I ever going to enjoy life? Because there's no there. And this is why getting, well, I really, truly believe, um, and this is my belief, which is whether you have your own business or you work for a company, you must think and act like an entrepreneur because to really be competitive in the marketplace, because you've got to have your own self-authority to make decisions of, to know when, no, I've done enough and be at peace with it. Cause I don't know about you, but I have been in situations where when I was operating from the belief of it's never enough, I, I've got to do more. I, I actually was doing a lot, but it was because of this never enoughness that was exhausting me. And I remember this moment. I don't know if you've had a moment like this, Heather, or someone in your audience where you're giving so much and then you just, it dawns on you. Oh my gosh. Like I could give the world to this person and it's never going to be enough. Like they're never going to say, ding, ding, congratulations. You've done enough. You can relax. Do you know what I mean? Like they're never going to say it. And that's why I was exhausted. And so I've got to say it. I've got to be the one that says, all done. I've done my share. My part is complete. And, and let, let it be okay that other people either have to step up or that that's sufficient. And I really think that's critical to, to be able to know that what that set point is for you so you can get to the point of relax and not let that fear run your life. I love everything that you're saying. And going back to alignment, that is so critical, whether, you know, are you aligned in your career uh, and looking at, you know, what, what are those signs and symptoms or in your business? I know for me, when my business has evolved over the years as I have evolved and I remember just doing things in my business, I'm like, this is not me. And as a result, I, I was really, uh, was attracting clients that were a mismatch. They didn't value who I was. And I, and I just, I didn't know how to get myself out of that place until I almost lost everything. So I think what you're saying is, is so key. And then you also talked about um, the fear, like why women won't change because they have the fear of uh, losing their friends, right? Or uh, there's so many different fears that just kind of paralyze yeah. women from taking action, right? So when you're working with clients, I mean, what are, what are some of the things that you find when they're not standing in their power and they're living in their fear? What do you find happens as a result of them not doing that when they first come to you? Mm-hmm. So a couple of reasons, and it depends on where they are. And, um, you know, <laughs> so what, and I'll be just totally frank and honest. So one of, to, to live at a higher level, the truth is you've got to take full responsibility for your life like for everything. And so that means you take responsibility for your successes, but you also take responsibilities for your failures and setbacks, and, but not in a critical, like beating yourself up way. And for some people, they don't want to do that. They don't want to take full responsibility and that can be a challenge. And for other people, it's that need for approval because they are concerned about what other people will think of them if they are too loud or have a strong opinion or don't agree with them. I mean, it can be challenging to have a different opinion than everyone else. 
right? Because of that need to belong. And so uh, another reason could just be we're afraid to fail. That's a huge one, right? You don't want to go out there and tell your friends or your family you're doing all this and then you don't make it because then what does that mean about you? And one of the biggest ones, and this is, I think, a core one is, you know, you can have a lot of talent and skill and opportunity, but if you don't have self-belief, it'll hold you back. You've got to like believe in yourself, even when your experience is telling you otherwise, because yes. sometimes the results do not show up right away. It's like planting bamboo or seeds and you're not going to see anything for a while. And you've got to have the ability to keep moving forward and the ability to believe in yourself, even if no one does, even if your experience tells you like nothing's happening. And I think that could be really hard for people because we live in a society of immediate gratification, right? Oh my gosh, if I don't get a like, what does that mean? Oh no. <laughs> it's so you, know, you know, and you've got to be able to just look outside. This is why alignment is so key. You've got to be able to ignore the noise and yes. you've got to be able to say, this is where I'm headed no matter what. And it's interesting because I would, I, when I got serious about my happiness, um, and I just stood for it, like, no matter what, this is what I've committed to, right? Regardless, I just remember like having to work with my mind because when I was first starting, my mind's like, well, what is, what are you all happy about? Like, it's not like you've got that Porsche. What are you all happy about? Um, and then I said, I'm just choosing. And then when the stuff would happen in my life and I would think, and I would feel myself like going, my vibration going down, I said to myself, I just really took like a stand and said, I'm, I'm choosing to be happy no matter what, like throw the chaos. I can be happy no matter what. And that strength allows you to move forward and stay connected to your vision, get you to the other side of where your success is because your everything you want is outside of your comfort zone. Absolutely. You, you've got to be open to change. You've got to be open to being really uncomfortable. And I was even having this conversation with myself, like, man, you've also got to be look ready. You've got to be willing to let go of the things that got you to the current level of success that you're in. It's so true. Oh my gosh. You know? I'm loving and agreeing with everything that you're talking about, you know, especially when we look at our beliefs and if we don't believe in ourselves, uh, it, it really is going to impact everything that's going on, on, on an outer level. You've probably read the book, uh, Psycho Cybernetics by Dr. Maxwell Maltz. And what I found interesting about that book is that, uh, he was talking about how important, you know, that perception, like if you, if you change your inner world, your outer world will reflect. And for those people that don't know about the book, uh, Dr. Maxwell Maltz was a plastic surgeon. I'm going to paraphrase, you know, some of his findings, but these people would come to him wanting plastic surgery and, you know, they, when they got it, let's just say they looked perfect. Uh, what they saw in the mirror was still that same ugly person. And yeah. so therefore he determined that it is how we see ourselves. So what you're saying is that, you know, if we don't see that internally, that belief in ourselves, therefore we're not going to see it externally. Yeah. And what's interesting is even with myself, when I've up-leveled my mindset, when I've cleaned up my thinking, when I've operated from a different belief system, I've noticed like if, if, if someone didn't want my services or if someone didn't join me on something, I used to like take it to heart. Oh no, this is, and I think, oh, well, they're just not ready. Or, or maybe you need to get to, like, the confidence starts to come in. And I think to myself, oh my gosh, this is fascinating because I'm seeing my own evolution. 
And you, you've got to get to the point because what's interesting is our energy matters, right? Because your beliefs are like sending a message unconsciously. And I've seen this with so many people. Here's a, here's a great tip for your audience. Here's a like, if you use this one tip, like I promise you, this is good. This is just coming to me now. I promise you this will change the rest of your life. This will help you make better decisions. This will help you see where your blind spots are and where you need to change. And here it's this. Look at where the gaps are between what you say and your body language and what you do. That will, and you can do that with everyone. Like think about the person that, oh, you're so awesome. I love you so much. Um, like, let's just say you're a single lady and the guy's like such a sweet talker. I mean, I've seen sweet talkers where they're better than Hallmark cards. Like they are. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, oh, he is a walking Hallmark card. You know what I mean? Like they're so smooth. But then you look at their behavior, behavior doesn't lie. So you've got to have your body match. So you can't be like, I'm confident. And then like your body language is telling the real truth because your body doesn't lie. So you've got to like, you've got to totally embody this belief of like, I'm capable. I can do it. I believe in myself. I am worth, you know, great experiences. I'm worth people investing in me. And my new mantra is like, I am profitable in all of my relationships and endeavors. I love it. And profit comes in many forms, but you've got to like make sure that your body is reflecting and in alignment with what you verbally say. Because if it's not, there's a gap. And unconsciously, that's where you're really getting the power from. So that's how you can learn about people. Like if they're saying one thing, but they're yes. sowing another, believe the behavior. <laughs> believe, like, please, ladies, believe the behavior. Believe the behavior. So you, for the ladies, like just, you know, if you're working on your belief system, you got to anchor it in your body. And, you know, Tony Robbins talks about that, right, too. Like when he's talking about the physiology of a belief, you've got to like embody it. So it can't just be, oh, I'm such a, you know, I know we love our affirmations, but it can't be, oh, I'm just so cute. I'm so fabulous. And your body's like, wah, wah. I mean, you've got to like own it, right? And so making sure that it's embodied in you, your physiology and you are feeling that belief. And when you feel it, you'll live it. It's so true because I know when I've gone after things in my life where I've really created that emotion and it's, yes, I believe this. And it was aligned, like you were saying, in alignment, things have happened. When I started second guessing myself and I was not in alignment. So what you're saying is through this whole conversation, I really want to paraphrase this for everyone, is that if you're not living in alignment you're going to have stress and dis-ease show up in your body. So you're saying really how we can be in the flow is just really know who we are on a, on a deeper level. Yeah. And here's, here's what I found. And here's, I, I firmly believe this. When you're in harmony, life flows. Mm. When you've mastered your self-acceptance, when you've really accepted all of you, because you're not saying I'm not enough because I've not done enough because I need to compare. When you are, when you operate from I am enough and you know it, life flows because people feel your confidence, right? You're not worried like Psh, that'll show up at its divine timing. And so what happens is you start bringing in more flow because you keep operating from flow and you're not responding to your circumstances. And you stay in flow. So yeah, you've got you've to be in harmony with yourself. You can't be conflicted within yourself and having inner conflict. You can't have, you've got to remove self-doubt. You've got to remove negativity. You've got to remove disbelief. 
And when you clean that up, life will flow. Opportunities will come. New, new ways of being will, will start to be available to you, new ways of thinking. And that's what's going to get you the results in life because you're going to be operating from a different place, doing different things, right? Yes. Getting the results you want. I love that. I want to go back to something earlier that you said that I think is really important for women to make the connection. You were talking about, you know, doing things outside of your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I know anytime I've wanted to stretch myself in in, in my business, uh, I feel uncomfortable. I get into that place of the unknown, like, how is this going to work out? Uh, But in order to be a high achieving woman, you've got to live in that space. So what are some of the like daily success practices that women can do when they want to go to that next level of, they know they have to be, you know, living in their uh, uncomfortable place, Mm -hmm. but they're not going to take that on as stress in their body. Mm -hmm. So first of all, be willing to be uncomfortable and do something that's out of your comfort zone every day. So here, let me give an example, because I want to make it so practical. You can see how one small step leads you to the right direction. So I have like this conflict with my, with one of another manager. Um, we're both leaders in this department and um, my heart was, have you guys ever had this experience where like your heart is feeling kind of like oh, uncomfortable and like jittery almost. And, and my heart's saying, you need to go and talk to her. I'm like, I don't want to, no, it's going to be, I don't want to, no, I don't want to. <laughs> like you just want to avoid it because you don't want to deal with it. Right. Because the discomfort of not knowing how this person is going to react. And I just said, I'm willing to be uncomfortable. And I just remember that long walk down the hallway into her office as my heart is pounding and all that uncertainty is building up. And we had a beautiful conversation and it got us, uh, we cleared the air and we got bonded. And that, so being uncomfortable and moving forward can happen in simple ways, but you've got to be connected to your body to hear it. The other thing is, as you're living your life, listen to the internal dialogue. If it's saying things like, you're not ready, uh, you can't do it, I would just say, thank you for sharing and just keep moving forward. Because you've gotta, you've gotta uh, do the leap of faith to build that belief in yourself. And there's always gonna be reasons why you're gonna talk yourself out of it. So a third thing is notice, am I talking myself into what I said I want or out of it? Did I talk myself into what I said I want or out of it? So if you're saying things like, oh, I'm too busy or I don't have time or later or next time, that's you talking yourself out of it. It really is. And so even if you feel anxious, you know, physiologically, we don't know the physiological difference between anxiety and excitement. So I just tell myself, okay, is there any bear chasing? No, then this is excitement. I'm excited. I'm excited. And I get my mind to wrap around the potential. And, you know, if things don't go perfect, okay, I've learned a lesson. I can get, but here's where I could get better. Here's where I can grow. But I took the risk because you've got to be willing to be a risk taker and be uncomfortable. And it's in those little moments and you just build it. What uncomfortable thing that I do, did I do today? Make sure you're not letting the beliefs of I can't do it. It's too hard, too much work. I'm over, like, don't let that talk you out of it. Yes. No, I love it. It all of these things that you're saying are so helpful and so important for women. And I I also want to go back to the conversation because as you were talking, it was like, oh my gosh, it was bringing up more of this stuff. <laughs> when you're feeling uncomfortable, and this has happened to me, everything that was familiar with how I knew, let's just say in my business, I, I can remember this um, happened not too long ago it was like crumbling away. I was asking for something bigger 
and then everything else was dying. And so it made me feel fearful, right? So it's like you, you're, you're telling us that in, if we want to go to the next level, all of this stuff that is no longer serving us is probably going to fade away and we have to be okay with that. Yeah. And this is why you need that self-belief as your raft to hold on to. And this is why you either need a coach or a community or someone who's going to hold you accountable and normalize it for you. Like, this is okay. This is part of the process. Be happy about it because you're going to be freaking out. <laughs> it's so right. So, so you need to, oh my gosh, and you need someone to like, this is normal to walk you through the fear. That's what you need because it's sometimes it's hard to do when our loan and for high achieving women, we we're so used to being so competent and doing things on our own. But, and I've needed to work on my lone ranger mindset, right? Which is you, you, you want someone walking you through it and normalizing it and helping you get to the other side so that you don't stay stuck in the fear, all freaked out. And then you go back to your, your, the, the life you don't want. You're like, oh, nothing's happening. So here's what I'd say. I took this class that I love and, and, and it was called an uncompromised life. And here's what she said about like the people that perform at one the high 1%, right? You've got to make the familiar unfamiliar and the unfamiliar familiar. Mm. So this is why we talk about act as if, right? Before you're that millionaire or multimillionaire, you've got to start thinking like one, what would they do? What would they say? And they're, they're willing to, they have such self-belief, these people, that they're willing for things to fall apart because they know they can recreate it. And that's the level of self-belief you got to have. If you know that you're making the right decisions, but things got to crumble before, like, you know, when you're, when you're replanting things, you know, even if you're pruning a rose garden, like first you're thinking, oh my gosh, like I remember when my gardener pruned my roses, I'm like, oh my gosh, he's killing my roses. All the, all the beautiful like stems are gone. He's like, no, you have to prune it to the end for new sprouts to come up, for it to be healthier. And it's the same thing of our life, when we, but we just don't like to see things pruned because we think if you have like a negative or lack mindset, oh no, it's, that, that's bad. That means it's, I'm not going the right direction, but that's just fear. If you're truly aligned, if you're truly doing what's right for you, then you just accept that as part of the process. I love and, it. And trust. And trust that you are, you are going to rebuild. You will come back stronger. You can be resilient. Things are going to work out in your favor. You know, you can, and, and that's the self-belief. That's why I truly believe that's really critical. If you, if you ladies haven't done that and you know, we, and there's always layers that we can work on, right. With, with this, which we just got to keep working on that over and over that self-trust. It, it's so that true. I know a lot of women don't trust themselves and yeah. it is about jumping to that next level. I mean, you look at a CEO, the CEO doesn't get there by playing it safe. It's, it's, taking bigger risks, you know, having more accountability. And then you just go to that next sphere of awareness in your mind. Uh, Shannon, I love what you were talking about getting a coach or mentor because I, I find, you know, I've had coaches and mentors um, throughout my business in my life. And I will tell you, it, it definitely accelerates the rate in which you accomplish your goals, manage your, your mind, you know, your body, your stress levels. Um, so before we go, can you Share a little bit about um, your free gift. I know you have a free offer for our listeners. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So in this free offer, it's a 12 page and it's, it's called seven productivity 
tips for high achievers. But what it's really secretly about is how to get an alignment because these are the seven things that you really must do to get to that level where you have clarity of vision. You have to have clarity of vision. Like if you don't know what you want, you're going to be scattered. And how to let go of the perfectionism, the people pleasing, how to set those healthy boundaries so you know what to say yes to and what to say no to. So these seven um, tips are really going to help you to be efficient and productive, but also making sure you're working on the right things and learning about what you need to overcome to step into that vision and be the fabulous woman that you want to be, right? Master your personal development and what you talked about from the very beginning, that formula for success. I so, love it. Yeah, so I'm going to put it, I don't know if I should put it in the link here for, and you can grab it and make it available. Yes, we will put that in the uh, show notes. So wherever you're watching or listening, uh, make sure you uh, click on that link and you can grab uh, Shannon's uh, free report. So Shannon, thank you so much for being my guest today. Oh, my pleasure. I've enjoyed this. Oh, this is great. No, I could be talking to you for hours. <laughs> and I just want to, uh, you know, our listeners that are tuning in, whether you're tuning in to iTunes, please make sure you rate and review and subscribe to the show because that is how uh, more women find out about the show. Um, also, if you're on uh, YouTube, make sure you push that bell. I always say it's Pavlov's bell because it notifies you for the next uh, episode. Until next time, this is Heather Pickin. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. So if you like what you hear on this podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe. Interested in becoming a sponsor or learning more about leadership for women's performance using neuroscience or business coaching, contact support at heatherpicken.com. And don't forget to grab my latest book, The La Dolce Vita Formula, by going to fearlessandfabulousbook.com. That's fearlessandfabulousbook.com.